0: Welcome to another episode of Covenant Equip. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant. I'm sitting here with Graham Thompson, one of our outstanding community group leaders at Christ Covenant. And we are going to talk about the upcoming sermon series and... We're going to talk about the upcoming sermon series curriculum. How you doing, Graham? I'm
1: doing pretty good. I'm excited about this series. Well, you know,
0: the only sad thing about this whole conversation. Uh oh. What? No, oh yeah, Ethan. I do. Yeah, it's no, the room is a little emptier. You're
1: you're filling in for Ethan. I feel like I might drop the ball on this.
0: Graham has always been here for the Covenant Equip podcast, but he's just been <laughs> sitting there quietly, hiding with headphones on. Now yeah. he, now we put a microphone in front of his face. Yeah,
1: that's right. And we said, Graham, it's your time to talk. It's well, your occasionally, uh, you guys would talk about me, and I would just have to yell in the background. Yeah, you,
0: uh, your voice would come up in the background. Yeah, yeah. So for those of you who <laughs> regularly listen to Covenant Equip, uh, it's not an unfamiliar voice. Right.
1: It's a familiar voice. Yeah. Graham, we've got a series coming up on manhood. What is this about? Is this about like fishing and hunting? I don't think I would be the best one to. I'm glad you're teaching this. You have a better beard. Well, and. uh, Wait, what is your favorite man movie? My favorite man movie. That's a true sign of a man, that whatever movie uh, is... I mean, I don't know if it really is. Maybe not. Maybe, Maybe like, real men don't even watch movies. They just, like, whittle. They just (laughs) whittle for fun. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, I got... You know, we were talking about this before. I'd say Braveheart, Gladiator, Patriot. I feel like any Mel Gibson movie... Old Mel, old Mel Gibson movies. Mel made like some good ones. Mel made some good ones
0: um, um, back in the day. I mean Braveheart's a you know an all time man classic. Gladiator, yeah. yeah. All time male uh classic. Um those are some good ones. I am trying to think of recent man movies. Um what about you? What's your favorite? You know, you know what I really like? Uh that was not even a movie, it was a miniseries. Okay. Oh, is this can I guess? Yeah. Is this uh Band of Brothers? Well, no, that's good. That's that's good. That also is a miniseries, Graham. But the the one that I'm thinking about is Lonesome Dove. You ever seen uh, that? Lonesome Dove. I think so. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's a miniseries. Uh, it's like you know, it's in, it's like seven hours long or something crazy like that. But it's um, uh, uh, oh, Tommy Lee Jones yeah. and uh, uh, Robert Duvall. And uh, they are fantastic. It's a Western. It's about a cattle drive. Yeah. They take these cattle they, this cattle, basically from Mexico all the way to Montana. And uh, there's just some great wisdom and great lines. And it. it's just a, it's a classic good old Gosh. man movie. But you know what? We're not here to talk about movies today. As fun as that is, we're here to talk about this upcoming sermon series
1: on... Manhood. Yeah, so tell me about manhood. I mean, what are you going to be talking about in well, this series? The,
0: the, it's a sermon series. We're going to actually be looking at four Proverbs. And when I say we're looking at four Proverbs, we're looking at four Proverbs, like verses yeah. of Proverbs. The whole series, four verses long. Wow. Uh, but they're 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 Proverbs from different sections. The first one is from Proverbs 1. I'll go and, I'll go ahead and talk about them. So the yeah. first one is, is Proverbs 1:7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools Despise wisdom and instruction. It's a great proverb, it's a great proverb to put to memory. And we're gonna be talking about the true man is a man of learning. He's willing to have instruction. He does he is not a fool. He doesn't despise uh, wisdom. He doesn't despise instruction. He he fears the Lord, which is of course the beginning of knowledge. And so we're, we're gonna be talking about how to have true knowledge. Um, how to be a man who, who really learns, not only from the Lord, but from other people around us. It's going to be a great sermon. The second one we're going to be talking about, really one of my favorite Proverbs in all of the Bible. Proverbs 14, verse 4, uh, which says this, Where there are no oxen, the manger is clean, but abundant crops come by the strength of an ox. And we're going to be talking about grit so Hmm. you know graham you and me both we're dreamers we're big ideas people we want like great things to happen right but you've lived long enough now to know and i had to to have too that great things don't just happen because you have the idea like you can have a thousand good ideas and execution there yeah Yeah. and so and that oftentimes it takes hard work, it takes grit, and it even takes just some annoying things. So mm. really, I think the, the the guy that wrote this, the, the author of this proverb, has in mind that, you know, if, if you want a clean manger, don't get any oxen, right? If you want a simple life, like, don't get any oxen. The manger will stay clean and be nice. But if you want an abundant life, if you want a fruitful life, if you want to actually produce things that God has calling you to, it's gonna take some oxen and oxen, you gotta clean, you know, you gotta feed the oxen, you gotta clean up after the oxen, you're gonna be shoveling uh, a bunch yeah. of oxen dung yeah. if you really wanna get, uh, uh, have a fruitful life. And I think that's what it's saying, like, you know, a real men, you know, they're called to be providers, we're called to be s- sacrificial lovers of our families, we're called to be productive in our lives, we're called to be we're called to be fruitful. Uh, and uh, to fill the earth, and and that that takes some grit. The the third week, we're talking about a man of humility. Proverbs sixteen eighteen: Pride goes before destruction; a haughty spirit before a fall. And what does it look like for us to to not just uh, to not just think about humble humility or desire humility, but actually pursue hum- humility? And then the final week, we're going to be talking uh, about a man of courage. Um, And that's one of the things, Christianity gives us this beautiful category of courage. Um, And we're talking about from Proverbs 28, 1, The wicked flee when no one pursues, but the righteous are bold as a lion. Mm. Uh, There is something about righteousness. When you know you're right, when 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 you're following your convictions, that gives you enormous boldness. But when you're living in a lie, when you're living in sin, when you're living in deceit, what happens It's you you even flee when no one's pursuing you, you you live in fear. You, you live in this constant state of worry, uh, which is not the kind of men that God called us to be. So that's, where we're going with the sermon series. I'm really excited about the series.
1: I'm really excited about, um, preaching all of these sermons. Um, and and hopefully they'll be helpful for our men. Well, you talked about a few of the different proverbs and I just am kind of curious in general, How am I supposed to understand the Proverbs? Yeah, that's a great question.
0: So, you know, the Proverbs can easily be read in a very man-centered kind of way. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're kind of the self-help section of the Bible, if you read the Bible that way. Uh, And and, and I just want to urge people to not read the Bible that way, uh, but to really have a a gospel-centered approach to how we read the Proverbs. And, and, and I really want this series to be practical and helpful, but I want our effort toward learning, humility, courage, grit, to be a gospel-centered effort or a gospel-motivated effort. And, and the gospel alone, it, when you really, Graham, believe, you know, I like what Tim Keller, he says, he says, the gospel... Uh, you know, will both humble us and encourage us. The gospel will lead us to believe that we're we're far worse off than we ever thought we could be, yet we're far more loved than we ever dared imagine. Uh, you know, we're, we're when you really understand the gospel and your need for the Lord, man, it is a humbling thing. But when you really understand the gospel and despite our need for the Lord, despite our brokenness before the Lord, God still loves us, pursues us, and even calls us his children. Man, and that is incredibly motivating, incredibly encouraging, and it'll lead you to uh, desire a a fruitful life, to put the gifts that God's given you into good practice, to to be the wise man and to not be the fool is really what the whole book of Proverbs is all about, to fear the Lord, which is the beginning Mm -hmm. of wisdom. And so that's what I really uh, hope that we would read the Proverbs with Christ in mind. We we would read the Proverbs in a gospel kind of centered way or gospel motivated way way. I don't want this to become kind of a self-help moralistic, let's try to find some good principles in this and do well kind of sermon series. So that would be my caution, you know, for the series, but also as we read the Proverbs in general.
1: Yeah. So when it comes to the curriculum, now, did you play editor-in-chief or are you writing all of this? I mean, well, E-Money, E-Money's in Louisville. What's going on now? Where's Ethan? Yeah. Ethan
0: lives in Louisville now. He's studying uh, to be a a pastor. And actually, if you're listening to this uh, podcast, uh, I actually just got a text message. Ethan is preaching on August 12th at a little church in Indiana, hoping to be their pastor. So be praying for Ethan in that. uh, That's a great opportunity for him and uh, one that I'm really excited for him in. But anyway, yeah, um, yeah so Ethan's gone. I'm writing the curriculum. Wow, okay, all right. And you know what? I'm, I kind of like it. Uh, I, I, it may not be that good, so if it's bad, <laughs> this if this series is bad, then Ethan really did write it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I hope it's helpful for right, you. Right. Um, I'm going to try to give you as many resources as I possibly can and make it very practical with the caveat of what I just said. Uh, I really hope that, you know, as you, as you guys teach this, You'll teach it with the gospel in mind. And so really it's how to pursue these things, how to pursue learning, how to pursue grit, how to pursue humility, how to pursue courage. Actually, how do you develop these things in your life? And uh, how can we really have that grace driven or gospel driven effort toward these things? So for example, the very first lesson is on learning. And I think I gave you some very helpful things about, first of all, learning yourself does a life of introspection and reflection look like? I think that's something that so many people are missing. They they never really pause to try to uh, consider their own heart. You know, actually, you know, it was Augustine that said, you know, without a knowledge of self, you cannot even know God. And so having a right view of yourself. The second uh, idea on learning is having a, it's learning others. Um, You know, one of the things, the very practical things that I give uh, you to do in that lesson is to think about and to write down what are the questions that you most like to be asked. So, you know, mm-hmm. what, what do you, when you, would people ask you these questions, Graham, um, what get, what gets you excited? And, and I'll just go ahead and tell you, I mean, uh, knowing you, I mean, somebody, somebody says, Hey, what are you working on right oh, now? Yeah. What are you doing right now? Uh, you know, how's Tara doing, you know, that's, those are fun questions to answer. Sure. And I do think that as if, if we can be, you know, Quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to be coming. If we can be, if we really be intentional about uh, asking people great questions, we'll learn yeah. a lot from them. And then the final section is is learning from God and uh, and really being eager to really know and and, uh, and hear from the Lord. Um, so that's just that's an example yeah. of how we, we really want this to be practical, helping uh, us develop uh, really these these traits of manhood
1: um, that I think we find all throughout the Bible. So I am curious, uh, do you have any recommendations or is there anything teachers need to keep in mind? And I mean, kind of to bring this closer, I mean, I am teaching a group even tonight, but, uh, obviously not on this specific topic, you got the but, singing
0: lesson tonight,
1: that's right. How'd that go for you? It was, it was awesome. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. I think it went really well. I mean, maybe people in my group might say differently, but I think, I do think that's an area where a lot yeah. of our folks, uh, uh, just haven't thought about that much. Singing is kind of one of the things. It's like, okay, yeah. well, I get to church. There's words on the screen. I'm supposed to do it. It's kind of fun. I like the guitars. But we don't really think through, okay, what is the purpose of this, and how is God using this in my life and in our church? Yeah. So anyway, it was good. yeah, but yeah you're teaching a your group tonight, so practical
1: things. Well, yeah. So, like, what do I need to keep in mind?
0: Yeah, I, I think it's your keeping in mind, and I, I've said it, you know, over and over and over again, but 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 I, I would really want you teachers, uh, you leaders, folks like yourself, Graham, to really help your folks think through, what does grace-driven effort look like in my life? And, and I think that in in our in church, in general, we have these two categories, right, like effort and grace. So our effort is this, and then when we fail, we need grace. But, but mm-hmm. how does God's grace—how do we begin with grace? How do we begin with God's grace, and how does that drive us to an effort— Uh, that is right and good and beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, so even like, for example, like with learning, a self-motivated... Well, let's use grit because that's probably a better, uh, you know, an easier one to talk about. So a self-motivated desire for being gritty and tough, right? wants to put other people down. I want to be tougher than others. I want to see myself succeed. I want to see my plans go forward and and the plans of others not necessarily do so well. I want to be noticed for my grit. I want to be noticed for the things that I'm producing, right? And, uh, and, and and that's not, that's a self-driven effort that'll ultimately drive you to all sorts of sin, right? Things like jealousy, things Mm -hmm. like, uh, you know, things like not honoring the Sabbath, uh, things like, um, uh, you know, not having a proper rhythm in your life, things like neglecting your family, etc., etc., etc. The kind of grit that I really want is is a gospel motivated grit that that helps me realize, look, everything I have from comes from the Lord. I'm not righteous. I'm not wise. I I, I have failed. I've certainly been. Uh, I've certainly not sought the right things in my life. I need the grace that God gives me. So I'm not proud of my own grit there, but. But God, in His love and favor for me, has called me and gifted me and given me all of these wonderful things that I want to use for His glory. I find myself working not for myself, but for God. And as long as I'm working for God, you know, and I really keep that in mind, I can be enormously successful in the workplace, but I'm not tempted to cheat, you know, or mm-hmm. maybe tempted. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not right. pursuing that through cheating. Hopefully, I'm not pursuing that through jealousy. Hopefully, I'm not pursuing that, you know, again, the competition is right and good, but hopefully, I'm not pursuing that in sort of a self-loving, others loathing competition, but the kind of effort that really wants to see everyone rise and ultimately God to be glorified. That that's a that's that's gospel driven effort and that's the kind of thing that it produces. And then that's what I would
1: love for your folks to be thinking through mm-hmm. in your group. That's great. So I mean we're spending the whole month of August on this topic, manhood and learning about that. And uh, to be honest, I'm not that great at math, but I would say we have a little over half of, uh, or more than half of our congregation is yep. probably a woman or a child. So we're focusing on manhood for August. I mean, what about the women and the children? What about
0: them? Well, here's the thing I think that, A, um, everything we're talking about mm-hmm. uh, is really true of mankind, mm-hmm. right? So true. Uh, we want everybody in our church to be humble and did not fall victim to the sin of pride. We want everybody in our church to be gritty and fruitful. We want everybody in our church to be learners. So so ladies, you're not getting off that easy. I mean, you know, this is mm-hmm. all for you too. These, these proverbs weren't written in particular to men. We are applying it in particular to men because we, we just want to take a, 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 a section of our year, our church year, and really challenge the men. And so that gives me to point number two. I think that that the women in our church, the children in our church, they want great men. They they are interested in men that will take God's word seriously, that will be learners, that will be gritty, that will be humble, that will be courageous. Uh, And so, you know, I see this if you're a a woman or if you're a child or, or younger a this is good for you too but b you want to be a part of a family you want to be a part of a church that has men like this you you want to you know if you're a single lady you want to marry a man that's like this Uh, if you're raising a son you want your son to be Mm -hmm. uh like this so if you're married you want your husband to be like this so I, i just think this is really helpful for everybody in terms of it being principles for mankind but Even if, you know, and beyond that, I I think that, that we all kind of secretly want to be a part of a church, secretly or overtly want to be a part of a church that has the kind of men that display this kind of character. That's good. Well, Graham, this has been good.
1: Yeah. Here we are. Hey, we, we made it through our first one. (laughs) I know. Right. I mean, but uh, you know, actually we're not through. Oh go. You know what it's time for? Is it for the,
0: I'm going to ask you, I'm going to put you on the spot. Oh gosh. I'm going to put you on the spot and ask you for the
1: tip tip of, of the, the month. month. Oh, but gosh. so
0: what's something that's happened in your group? I'll, I'll put it this way rather than making it all tippy. Mm-hmm. What's something that's happened in your group that's been great. Just, just tell me a group story from the Thompson group.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, a couple things come to my mind. Um, and uh, I think the first one is, so, our group is basically comprised of main, mainly young couples, and I think one thing that we've done recently is actually split them up based off of one thing that um, that Blake Rogers actually does in his group, and so our guys got to the back porch, the girls stay in the living room, and that's given us more time to actually focus on what's going on in each other's lives. So you are
0: having a little manhood sesh. Anyway. We are,
1: we are, yeah, and I mean, even... Um, uh, Lizzie Brooks was couldn't find a babysitter. Was at home, and all the girls after our group went over to the uh, to her place to hang out with uh, with them and the guys. We just hung out on the couch, and you know what? We were just hanging out, nothing really prepared, and they were just talking. And it was I could see true discipleship happening from a peer to peer level. And uh, you know, it is if there's issues that would probably need extended pastoral care if not addressed in such a you know an a, 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 an intimate, you know, space and you it's know good
0: that I, I, I was actually talking to a guy yesterday who's a chaplain and, and yeah. he's a, he, he's been in the community a long time and you can just tell he's a pastor really of our mm-hmm. community. And he was just saying that the thing that he's noticed is men don't talk. Like yeah. men don't take time to talk about what's going on in their lives with other men in any sort of a vulnerable kind of way. So, yeah. man, I think that's great. I'm sure it's true of women too. So, oh, sure. uh, so that's a great tip, Graham, take some time, split your group up, let them yeah. talk to one another as men and, uh, as, as ladies. Well, Graham, this has been a really helpful conversation. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for sitting in for Ethan. I guess you'll, you maybe you'll <laughs> be sitting in him, you know, from here on out, I but, uh, uh, I, for Graham Thompson, I'm Jason Dees. This has been, Covenant Equip. Thanks for listening.